Good morning. This is Thursday, October 17th, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Republicans back down in stalemate. President Obama hails a deal. Next, gridlock has cost the U.S. billions and the meter is still running. In today's national headlines, door may open for a challenge to secret wiretaps. Judge sends Michigan ban on gay unions to trial, and Sibelius stands firm despite Republican calls to resign. In today's financial headlines, the Dow was up 205 points yesterday. Jury rules for a billionaire and setback for SEC. Regulator cuts its new teeth in J.P. Morgan case. And investors cheer fiscal deal but worry about reruns. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story: Republicans back down in stalemate. President Obama hails a deal, and Congress votes to lift the debt limit. Congressional Republicans conceded defeat Wednesday in their budget fight with President Obama over the new health care law, as the House and Senate approved last-minute legislation, ending a disruptive 16-day government shutdown and extending federal borrowing power to avert a financial default with potentially worldwide economic repercussions. With the Treasury Department warning it could run out of money to pay U.S. obligations within a day. The Senate voted overwhelmingly Wednesday evening, 81 to 18, to approve a proposal hammered out by the chamber's Republican and Democratic leaders after the House on Tuesday was unable to move forward with any resolution. The House followed suit a few hours later, voting 285 to 144 to approve the Senate plan, which would fund the government through January 15th and raise the debt limit through February 7th. Most House Republicans opposed the bill. But 87 voted to support it. The breakdown showed that Republican leaders were willing to violate their informal rule against advancing bills that do not have majority Republican support in order to end the shutdown. All 198 Democrats voting supported the measure. Shortly after the Senate vote, Obama said he would sign the measure as soon as he received it. While he praised Congress, he said he hoped the damaging standoff would not be repeated. We've got to get out of the habit of governing by crisis," said Obama, who urged Congress to proceed not only with new budget negotiations, but with immigration changes and a farm bill as well. The result of the impasse that threatened the nation's credit rating was a near total defeat for the Republican conservatives, who had engineered the budget impasse as a way to strip the new health care law of funding, even as registration for benefits opened October 1st, or failing that, to win delays in putting the program into place. The shutdown sent Republican poll ratings plunging, cost the government billions of dollars, and damaged the nation's international credibility. Obama refused to compromise, leaving Republican leaders to beg him to talk to them and then fulminate when he refused. For all that, Republicans got a slight tightening of income verification rules for Americans accessing new health insurance exchanges created by the Affordable Care Act. We fought the good fight," said Speaker John Boehner, who has struggled to control conservative mavericks in the House. In an interview with a Cincinnati radio station, we just didn't win. In a brief closed-door session with his Republican rank and file, Boehner told his troops to hold their heads high, go home, get some rest, and think about how they can work better as a team. 
Under the agreement to reopen the government, the House and Senate are directed to open talks and reach accord by December 13th on a long-term blueprint for tax and spending policies over the next decade.